All right, all right, here we are yet again with another wonderful episode of English and Coffee. It's your wonderful host, Damian. And today, we are going to talk about an interesting topic, the topic of mobile gaming. Is it bad? Because, you know, mobile gaming takes a lot of time. You know, you put hours in, especially if you want to get your points up. So I had an interesting experience the other day, and that said, you know, maybe I needed to talk about that. Maybe this is something, a topic that other people are facing when it comes to mobile gaming. So that's what we're going to talk about today. I hope you got your coffee. Sipping on another basic iced caramel coffee from McDonald's. I'm going to take a sip. And um, I think we're going to go ahead and get into it. Let's go. So today's locale is Walmart. (laughs) Brought to you by courtesy of Walmart. I'm in their parking lot. Just because it's dark already. It's only 5.15. And it's pretty much getting to be, it'll be pitch black dark here in about another hour. So I'm out here, it's already past the twilight hours. Got a lot of people still out here getting these last minute, you know, Black Friday deals. It's Saturday, but they're still getting the deals because a lot of the places, you know, run them all weekend. Just for the people who couldn't get out here when it first started. A lot of people started doing their Black Friday shopping Thursday night, you know, pre-12 o'clock, after 12 o'clock. Then a lot of people hit the stores running. It's crazy. It's madness right now doesn't seem like COVID has really impacted the holidays too much here in America, just due to the fact that Americans just seem to not care about COVID anymore. There's a lot of people out here, no mask on. You go to the store, you have your mask on. Several people don't. Cashiers have it on because they're employees, but a lot of the customers, no mask, and they're in large groups. Kids are coughing, snotty noses, time of the year when, you know, kids are just rubbing their nose or sneezing and blowing their whole face off. You know, and then just walking in the store, got snot on their nose, snot rags everywhere. It's just a bad time for people to be, you know, stay away from getting sick, you know, be be in uh, large numbers and things like that. But, I mean, it's what's happening. This is where we're at. This is America. I'm sure in other countries, people are doing things a lot safer, a lot different. Um, but here, <clears throat> people are just not observing all the social distancing guidelines. And they have extended phase three, I think, for a little while longer to where... They're not opening all the venues to full capacity, but they are open. Um, and a lot of places have just closed down a lot of those large gathering areas. Um, but the topic of today is mobile gaming. So what is mobile gaming? You know, everybody doesn't want to go pay four or $500 for PlayStation 5 or Xbox or whatever they got going on, right? Um, but mobile gaming, you have your phone with you all day. Mobile gaming is something you can um, enjoy, participate in with regard to time because with most of these games you know the way they have devised these mobile games versus like a a console based game is they are highly highly addictive i mean you don't just have some little game developer coming up with some little quirky game to keep your attention no these people are really incorporating the social media aspect of games they're incorporating the monetary aspect of games they're incorporating the teamwork aspect of games They're incorporating all that communication and chat and connecting with other people. They have incorporated all that. So a good example of this would be the game that I play, Mafia City. Now, in the beginning, the game was fine due to the fact that it was new. I was building my guys up, building my points. But here's the thing. This game has no end. There is no beginning and there is no end to this game. When you come into the game, you're in the game. When you leave the game... The game continues and you're not there, which is fine. But 
with the social aspect of the game, you form connections in the game. So it makes it that much more difficult for you to leave the game because now you're not just abandoning the game, you're abandoning people. And if you've established relationships with a bunch of people in the game, then when you leave the game, you leave them. So that whole world is a locked community inside the game. So if this game disappears, you lose connections with 80, 20, 30, 10 people, however many people in your group or clan or whatever kind of game you play. If you play a team-based game, strategy game, such as Mafia City. Now, why did I bring this topic up? Well, the other day I was in the, in the, in the, in the chat in the game. And I was making some inquiries. I was asking about, you know, power-ups, tactics for robbing people, tactics for attacking villages. So, I guess I asked the wrong questions. Somebody was like, uh, where did you, you know, who brought you in? You know, a very direct question. This is a game. Who brought you into the game? Said, who brought me into the game? And I was ejected from the clan, ejected from the group, which was interesting. Because in that moment when I was ejected from the group, <clears throat> I it was like you were almost unplugged. Like you're, the TV was on, and then somebody just pulls the plug like, boom, nothing. You know, cast into the ne netherworld, you know. And I said, well, dang, this is just a game, kicked out of a clan, shouldn't be no big deal. But I kind of felt you know, like I was disconnected from the game. I was still in the game because it's a game, but I was disconnected from the little society, the crew inside the game that I had kind of slowly been connecting with. And I said, okay, so there's a little more going on here than just the game. You know, it's not just hours in the game and building points and taking over things. You're forming relationships. So I said, okay, okay, hold on, hold on. So we're forming relationships with people inside of this game. And this game has the power to give people power to bring you into a clan or kick you out of the clan. I'm like, okay, so what are we, what are we, what are we doing here? Like, how deep does this game get? So, you know, and, and then I'm kicked out of the group. Then people are contacting me. What happened? Uh, so I've got to replay it just like if it was in real life. So I've got to replay the situation as to what happened, what events led to the conclusion. And then somebody was like, okay, well, let me, let me look into something real quick. They went in, checked things out, brought me back in. So now I'm back in. And I'm like, wow, I'm back in. So that's just like, like if we had a house party, you and me, we're all at a house party, five people there. And something happens, somebody gets in an argument and they kick the person out. I'm stepping outside. And the guy's talking to me. He's like, well, I don't know what happened. I don't know. We didn't understand and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, right, well, let me go talk to the guy. Go in and talk to the guy. Oh, okay, you can come back in the house. This is what happened in the game. It's a freaking game. This is what happened in the game. The same politics, the same social politics happened in the game. So I'm like, wow, this is crazy because it's just a game. That's what you can tell yourself. But there's a psychological aspect to these games. Now, fortunately, this game I'm in, this crew I'm in, you know, the group of people, you know, they're interesting, entertaining, a lot in common. You talk as you get to know the people, but the, the interesting aspect of it is nobody knows who's who. 
everybody's got avatars. Everybody's got characters. Everybody's uploading their favorite animals or pictures and things like that. You don't know who's who. You don't know if you're talking to some 350-pound guy in Speedos, you know, dipped in freaking baby oil, or you're talking to some eight-year-old girl or something in, in, in China. You just do not know because everybody's got avatars. Everybody's got a presence on the game. The only way you kind of get an idea of who you may be talking to, <clears throat> you have to excuse my voice a little bit, <clears throat> the only time you get an idea of who you may be talking to is when you have a dialogue with someone. So if they're saying, yeah, well, I got to go to work and, and my wife's doing this and you got to take the kids and you're like, oh, okay, okay, this is a person. But at the same time, this could just be somebody saying these things. You do not know. But you do start to form connections with these players, these avatars, these people. So this kind of brings me back to, what is that game? Second Life, um, Half-Life, any of these Sims and things where it's just a world game, where it starts eating up your time. I know when I looked at the game stats, I had got a report that I had been on the game for 276 hours. That's a long time. It's 24 hours in a day, 267 hours. I mean, that means I was just sitting there for like a week straight playing the game, but I wasn't. It was just on and off over a period of months. But here's the thing. That was then. Still playing the game. Been kicked out of a clan. Brought back in the clan. Then the other day, something completely ep epic happened on the game. Or I felt it was epic. It was like a movie. Everybody was watching it. It was, a, it was an event. It was a world event. I'm just saying. So I'm already telling with myself, what I've seen for myself, that this game can get you hooked. So it can be very addictive. Now, initial reasons for getting this game, games in Russian, got to learn all that vocabulary, read the stories, any text, any instructions, it's, it's Russian. So that's great. But now I'm playing the game, like using the Russian, but now I'm playing the game. So it's like, okay, well, you've read everything, still playing the game. Um, cause now I'm into this, this, um, world chat and I mean, but you know, you got people from all over, so I'm not selling the game. I'm just saying the game and its principle is designed to keep you glued to the game. Like once you're in, you don't leave unless you just want to abandon. That will be like you making friends, talking to new people over four or five months. And then you're just like, okay, everybody, I'm not talking to anybody anymore. I'm out of the club. I'm out of the group. I'm not talking. And you just walk away from 15 new people that you've been spending the last three months with. So that's where you get into the question, is mobile gaming good? Mobile gaming could be good if it is used in moderation. And we'll talk about that when we come back. Now, when I talk about moderation with mobile gaming, what am I talking about exactly? I'm talking about placing some time constraints, some time limits on the amount of time you allow yourself to be involved in this game each and every day. Because, prime example, today, I got on the game at 10 o'clock this morning. I said I'll give it an hour. Here it is, 525 in the afternoon, and I'm just now recording this podcast. You know, because as it approached 11 o'clock, Somebody reached out, started chatting on the game, playing the game. And then here I am <laughs> later. There was a couple other things that happened in the day. But the thing is, my whole thing was I said I only wanted to play one hour. 
and at least a good three, four hours I played the game. The game was always on, you know? I didn't even I didn't even make any breakfast or nothing. The game was on. I drank my coffee, cut the game on. So my thing that I know has to happen, don't cut the game on. Just forget about collecting your points first thing in the morning. Don't cut the game on until I got everything done that I want to get done for the day. Day's not over. It's still late. So now here's the move. Now, when I get done recording this podcast, do I go home and cut the game on or leave it off? Now, I'm talking about me using myself as an example, but I know many of you out there right now have mobile games on your phone. How much time have you spent playing the game today? Right? How much time have you spent playing the game this week? How much time have you spent playing the game this month? A lot of time. People walk around all the time saying, I have no time. I have no time. Oh, we have the time. It's just we don't always apply that time to things that we want to get done. What could I have done with 267 hours? A lot. Do we waste time? Yes. With more than games? Yes. But this is the thing. Mobile gaming, it's good in moderation. You have to set limits. I don't care even if it isn't a social game. If it's a game where you're just sitting there collecting points, you got to come back and collect the points. They got it set up. Every six hours, every four hours, every 12 hours, you come back and get your points. So the next day you log in and get your points. But here's the, here's the danger with the game. This is the psychology with the game. Now, we are hardwired to look for instant gratification. We like to be, you know, satisfied. We like to get those pleasure sensors. The little dopamine, all that stuff goes off when we have an award and achievement. Something happens good in real life. Your boss comes in and says, hey, we're going to give you a raise. We're going to bump your money up $5. Cool, woohoo, right? Great feeling. You're, you're excited. You're pumped. You go home and tell your wife all about it. Now, these things happen in the game every minute. So that same elation, that same feeling of excitement that you get playing the game or that you get in real life, you know, from good news, your wife comes in and says, honey, you know, we just got a new um, building, you know, or your friends, you know, they're like, hey, man, help me build this house. It's boring. But in the game, how many many houses can you build in a video game? You can build 50 houses, you know, in like 30 minutes. But if you use little power-ups and speed boosters and all those things, I mean, you can get it done and in five minutes. That's the whole thing. These games give you instant gratification constantly. Notifications go off. Then you throw on people talking to you, interacting with you, laughing at your stories. Then you throw on this whole freaking villain. Now, this game, Mafia City, you start off with nothing, right? I mean, I've got, like I said, uh, what what I have now, almost I have a million, 1.8 million people now. I almost have 1.8 million troops. I think last time I talked to you, I probably said I made almost 1.8 million. It means I built up 300,000 more, almost 300,000 more troops. You know what kind of time it takes to build up 300,000 troops? A lot of time. So these games allow one to go in and create a new reality in a game, which is fun and alluring, and it's great. But I was thinking about it. I said, we're all in here playing this game. The same people in there with me, I'm thinking I'm in there. They're in there. I get in there. They're always in there. There's no way 
There's no way that anybody could be getting anything done if we're all in the game. We're getting things done, but it's in the game. You know, we're building mansions, we're taking over villas, we're getting our points, we're getting millions of dollars, you know, robbing in the freaking game. But what are we doing out here in real life? This is the danger. It's more, you know, so it seems like it's it's more, you know, exciting in the game. You know, as you just sit there glued to the game, waiting for the newest notification, waiting for your troops to get back, sending them on missions. Why aren't we doing that out here? So is it is it more fun in the game than it is in real life? Is that why we have such a hard time putting the game down? Now, you got games like Candy Crush. I had Dead Trigger that I played before. I got Dead Target on the uh, my, my tablet. I didn't put the games on my phone. I put them on my tablet just so I wouldn't have access to it all the time. I took all the games off my phone and my tablets when I first started learning the language. But now that I'm, you know, at a pretty comfortable level with learning Russian, I put the put the games back on in Russian. But like I said, after a point, you're not even learning anymore. You're just playing. I mean, you know where all the buttons are. You done read everything. You translated everything. I mean, you know what it is. So now you're just playing the game. Yeah, so you could... Try to say, you know, well, you're you're reinforcing the material and stuff that you learned, right? But I mean, you've been playing the game six months, three months. You you got it. You got it. There's no there's no question. You you can play the game with your eyes closed. You can tell somebody else how to play the game. So the only thing I'm just saying is, if you're out there playing with mobile games, right? Even if it's um a vocabulary game, right? What do they have? A point system. All these things to encourage you to keep playing. You can guess 10 words. Then you have to wait an hour to come back and guess 10 more words. And then they have a leaderboard. They make it a competition. Then you can win free memberships in the game or free prizes and bonuses and things to get access to more words or whatever the goal of the game is, right? That is the psycho psychological trap that they get you in. All these achievements, this sense of, sense of purpose, this sense of mission, they give you missions. Games give you missions. You're sitting there, well, what am I going to do today? I don't know. You cut your game on, the game tells you, go collect three gems and take them to the freaking uh, the exchange room, whatever. Whatever the game is. You understand what I'm saying. The, the little snails. Maybe you got to play with snails or hobbits or something. I mean, they got any kind of weird game, whatever you want to do, they got it out there. But the whole design is to keep you hooked, keep you glued. Tetris. People are still playing Tetris. Because they want to get the high score. You know, the, the, the freaking music plays over and over and over and over. And they're flipping the little blocks. They land in, clear a line, clear a line. You clear 30 lines and they give you a goal. 50 lines, 60 lines, 70 lines, 80 lines, 100 lines, right? And then the blocks of the freaking just fall in like tumblers, you know, just... You've seen it. You've watched a Tetris tournament. The same thing. The gratification. Clear one line. Now here's 10 more. Clear those. And you're just knocking out all these little small goals that don't really add up to nothing but higher points or more scores on a game. It's a computer game. But why don't we spend that kind of time and that much excitement out here? There's plenty of blocks, plenty of villas to build, plenty of places to attack, right? Crews to take over. We're not doing that here. You could be super bad on the game, you know, just crushing everybody. But then you get out here, what do you do in real life? So then you put the game down and you go back to the dinner table, sit down with your wife and kids, right? 
And then you got to go to work Monday, right? And you're just like, ah, oh, you got to paint the house. You got to take out the trash. You got to walk the dog. You got to do all these things that you could have done while you were playing the game. So, like I said, just, you know, when you're playing these games, use them in moderation. Understand that the game could get away from you. And if it does get away from you, you got to decide. Do you pull the plug? You could just delete the game. You could just delete the game. You realize the game is eating up all of your time. You could just delete the game. But will you do that? Even though you know it's the right thing to do. We're people. Do we always do the right thing? Even when we know it's the right thing to do? No, because we're people. Sometimes we like to do things that aren't always so good for us. That's why people smoke. That's why people overeat. That's why people drink. That's why people stay up past the bedtime. That's why they... They lie, they steal, they do all these different things because there's no excitement in the ordinary, right? The whole hum, the routine, wake up, drink coffee, eat breakfast, go to work, go home, drink coffee, cook dinner, eat dinner, go to bed, go to work. Cycle repeats. People look for that change in routine. Now you pick up a game, now the game's in your routine. But if it's getting in your way of getting to your goals, even if your job is getting in the way of getting to your goals, you want to paint the house. You can't paint the house. Why? Well, what are you doing with your time? You have no time. Okay, what do you do? Well, I got to get up and go to the gym every morning. Do you have to or are you choosing to? If that's your goal, fitness goal, then yeah, get up and go. But don't complain that you're not getting something done, you know, and you don't have time. That's, that's the worst thing anybody could say. I don't have time. You have time. You have time to tell me you don't have time. I don't want to hear that. You know, same with me, everybody. We all have time. Time is not, let me tell you, time is not the issue. If you have a goal and you want to get it done and you're not getting it done, you can't say that you don't have time. That's a cop out. You have time. Guarantee you. Guarantee you right now. Anybody out there that's saying, I don't have time for English. I don't have time for learning a new sport or whatever, whatever goal or whatever you're trying to do. Time isn't the issue. It's the prioritization. You have to make it a priority. If it's a priority, you will do it. If family is a priority, you will not work all day long. You will not work seven days a week. You spend more, more of your time at home, as much time at home as you can with your family. If work is a priority, you won't be at home. You'll be working all the time. If partying is a priority, you're always in the club. You will be in the club. You will be out there with your friends. You'll be partying. This is how we do. We do it. You know, people that are all about vehicles and their cars are like, yeah, I want to rebuild this car. Guess what they're going to be doing when they're not working or eating or sleeping? Working on the car. It's easy to know what people are into. So you had to take all these things into consideration when you start a new activity or a new, a new hobby. Is it something that's going to get you towards your goals? Right? Is this, or is it something that's going to take you away from your goals? You know? And we all have many goals. Language is why we're here, right? We're learning conversational English, right? English and coffee. But at the same time, we're people. So everybody has goals. You're not just learning this English just to be sitting there and, oh, well, I can speak English. No, you're probably going to use it, talking with your friends, building relationships, maybe even using it at work to get a promotion, maybe even bettering your relationship with your husband or wife. If, they're a native speaker of English, you know, but these things are, we have goals. We have aspirations, things we want to do. 
But when we have things that we find are getting in the way of it, it brings our attention to it. That's when we need to pay attention. So I just felt, you know, I'm wrapping up. I just felt it was interesting. I said, mobile gaming, is it good or bad? A um, lot of pluses, but a lot of minuses. A lot of minuses because you're literally sitting there on your game, you know, your phone or your tablet for hours on end. And you'll be sitting there until the game's over, which it will never be over. Unless you play one of those games that just has like 10 levels to it. Then it'll be over. But any of these world games, be careful with these world games. So games like World of Warcraft, all these Fortnites, any of these online games where it's a social platform, be careful with those because um, you may log on thinking you're only going to play for an hour. Next thing you know, it's already night. But on that one, I'll see you in the next one.